Esta es historia de un lugar lejano En donde todos se hacen llamar peruanos Causa, ayunta, batería, hermano Y si eres mujer no hay lugar para los reclamos Acá se defiende la patria y el lomo saltado La jerarquía en el poder y el ceviche de pescado La fiebre del fútbol nos ha enfermado, nos importa más un gol que estar informados Y en el extranjero, bien posicionados Machu Picchu, las polleras y el festejo afroperuano Pero acá adentro, nos rechazamos Por negras cholas, indios y serranos Bienvenidos al transporte urbano En donde cualquier fulano se cree bacán meterte mano, después llega a su casa y juega el puritano, en la tontería, no se confía, a mí me cuidan mis amigas, no la policía, en la tontería, no se confía, a mí me cuidan mis amigas, no la policía, entonces no me hablen de justicia, cuando ustedes los mueve la codicia, la vida ficticia, ella viste las noticias, un feminicidio más es primicia Y dicen que son un estado laico Pero hacen política con Biblia en mano Los bancos solo quieren endeudarnos Y después el aire cobrarnos Y van a declarar inocentes Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Songmas My name is Richard Villegas uh, And we are out here in uh, Seattle, Washington uh, During Freak Out Fest Living our fucking dreams, man um, And listening And we're doing an episode in English Holy crap, I just realized Hi. Um, uh, Right now we're listening to a song by Yana It's called Marca Peru So we're going to uh, wrap that song up And we'll be right back with a very, very special guest All right, all right. Um, we are out here. Good morning, I think, still. Um, and I am joined by DJ Chili of El Sonido. And we are at KXP. Holy crap. Poetic Justice. What's going on? Good to see you, man. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. It's actually my first time out here in the gathering space in almost a couple years because, well, we've been locked down, so there's actually people in the station again, which is awesome. Well, the apocalypse said, not today. Well, I'm so glad that we are here. I, I didn't realize, like, because I know that a lot of you are working from home and da-da-da-da-da, like... The, I mean, you work in radio. I would think that like you would have to be like in the booth or something like that. Well, it's a little of both. For me personally, yes, I'm working from home. My day job here 
I do audio work. I make the promotional materials. But then for El Sonido, I've been coming in the whole time. Um, so Albina and I have been in the booth. Or before she came here, I was here. So we did actually come in once a week during the once pandemic. Okay. Oh, wow. Some of the DJs, the DJs who are on like five times a week, some of them are at home with a little setup where they can broadcast for home. Okay. But uh, I've been coming in the whole time, Damn. which has been great at least once a week to be able to get out and go work. Shit. Okay, yeah. well, I, I'm... And, and I mean, like, it's... I, I have, I'm trying to get into the right headspace because, like, I'm, like, hanging out with a friend. Um, but, yeah, like, it's just, like, I need to get into this headspace of, like, I am talking to, like, kind of a legend here, you know? It's just, like... Like, you know, I, I've posted a couple selfies with you this week and all my friends are like, ah! So, for the two people listening at home to this episode who may not know who DJ Chili is, who are you? What is it that you do? Well, I'm a radio producer, audio editor. That's my full-time job here at KEXP. And mostly, I don't work with the band audio, like the live session audio. I do all the audio, audio like promotional materials, event promos, yeah. artist IDs, other creative pieces for DJs and shows. So that's my 9 to 5 here. Yeah. And then I host El Sonido right now, Monday nights, with Albina, 7 to 10 p.m. Seattle time. That's my current job. I started here in October of the year 2000. Whoa. So this is technically my 21st anniversary at KEXP. When I started, it was KCMU still, back at the University of Washington. I started as a volunteer there, and I volunteered doing audio work. Then I was a DJ assistant for the Roots Radio Show, and then I helped the music director... Um, review new music, new albums that came in. And then I volunteered, volunteered, volunteer, and then little by little I started to get a little paid audio work and then I became a fill-in DJ usually the overnights. Then my first radio show here was an overnight show, so 1am till 6am. Friday mix, indie rock, hip-hop, uh, reggae, everything. And then after a while of that I got a quote-unquote better time slot. I got the 9pm to 1am time slot. And during that time also I was one of those DJs that always played everything. Like, people say that a lot. Like, oh, I like all genres. But I really, really did. So I hosted the reggae show sometimes. I hosted the hip-hop show a lot. Super into hip-hop. I've done the country show. I've done the roots show, the blues show. I even did the rockabilly show when we had a rockabilly okay. show. I did the African show quite a few times. The global music, wo-pop show. Sure. So I was kind of like a Swiss army knife. Like, really into everything. Like, really, really. Not just, like, all indie rock and a little of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, really into everything. And then, well, Latin music and music in Espanol became a big focus, too. Mm-hmm. I've always traveled to Mexico at least once a year, I think, since I've been an adult. So I dug up a lot of Latin tunes or stuff from Latin America yeah. and would incorporate that in my variety mixes along with everything else, little by little. Um, and then that kind of snowballed. Yeah. Uh, I started going to Mexico more than other countries. Then people started to notice that of the DJs, I was putting more stuff in Spanish in my mixes than a lot of people. So I started to get invited to festivals like Viva Latino, this and that, mm-hmm. and then... I was like, holy shit, this is a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? There's hip-hop and rock and, like, all this shit all over the place? Yep. And so there's more and more and more. And it almost became overwhelming. I, I couldn't put that much music in Spanish on the air, necessarily, because I'm playing all genres during my show. Um, but I just was playing tons, and I would get albums from all over Latin America and stuff in Spanish. And then just over ten years ago... We used to have an African uh, radio show in the Monday evening time slot. Long, long time host, John Kurtzer, 
he got a professor gig okay. up in Edmonton, Canada. And so he moved to Edmonton. And they decided to retire the show okay. and think of a new idea. And uh, that's when the programming team came to me and they're like, we think a really uh, good idea would be to do like a Latin music show. And I said, yes, it would. And so that was when El Sonido started 10 years ago this last May. So yeah. it's been about 10 and, 10 and a half years now of El Sonido. Amazing. And I mean, again, you know, if dear listeners, if you don't know El Sonido, I mean, first of all, get a Google. But yeah, I mean, it's it is it has been a tremendous platform for so many artists from across Latin America, obviously from, you know, Spain as well. Uh, and Latinx folk uh, here in the U.S. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's, again, it's it's this sort of like, kind of like now it's, it's kind of a legend, no? I mean, it's been 10 years. It's this monolith of, like, great exposure, which is a word that I hate because it is associated with unpaid. But it's just like, it is, you know, so many people are like, oh, like, I'm in KXP. I mean, even I, when you, you've had, you guys have invited me once or twice to, like, do, like, little guest spots here and there or, like, write a thing. It's just like shit like I have my foot in the door at KXB that's wild and to be here talking to you that is really really special um, and well dear listeners we have a whole lot of playlists to get through and a lot of DJ Chili to unpack um, we started out the show with a song by Yana it's called Marca Peru uh, tell us about Yana and tell us about the song she's one of my faves great Afro-Peruvian artist who's just making some of the best hip hop she has a handful of songs out now getting better and better I think we're going to see a lot from her. She's yeah. a, a star. Yeah, she's fucking dope. Up next, we're going to listen to a song by Ralph Weeks. It's called Combo Lulo, uh, and it's called uh, Algo Muy Pro... With Combo Lulo. With Combo Lulo. Sorry, I'm just out here fully brain dead. We had a long night, y'all. This festival is killing us. Um, but yes, this is Ralph Weeks and Combo Lulo, um, and the song is called Algo Muy Profundo. Uh, tell us about the song. Well, Ralph Weeks is uh, Panamanian descent from New York City. And he had a kind of local R&B hit in English with this song about 50 years ago. And then uh, the label Names You Can Trust hooked him up with Combolulo. They're also from New York. I believe they're of Colombian descent. And they got together and put together this cool, classic, uh, rock steady version of that song in Espanol. And it's one of my favorite love jams in the world still. Oh. So good. Okay, so let's go ahead and listen to that now. Uh, again, this is Ralph Weeks and Combo Lulo. The song is called uh, Algo Muy Profundo, and we'll be right back with more DJ Chili. Oh, no, 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 no,
No puedo vivir con esta soledad Tu amor me causa tanta intranquilidad Sin ti no puedo, no, no, no No puedo vivir sin tu amor nunca Nuestra canción siendo un dolor en el corazón. Ay, nena, te quiero. show de música emergente latinoamericana donde mezclamos entrevistas con los sonidos más frescos del underground su anfitrión Richard Villegas es un periodista musical contribuyendo a publicaciones como Remezcla, Rolling Stone y Bandcamp y con Song Mess las conversaciones toman un giro más casual y personal revelando el mundo interior de cada invitado Song Mess está disponible en todas las plataformas digitales Escúchalo martes 9 pm y jueves 9 am por Nova Hits Radio. Song Mess.
right. And the second song we just heard there is by Triangulo de Amor Bizarro, uh, and it's called Vigilantes del Espejo. Um, I was I was telling you before that, like, you know, this is a band that I really want to spend more time with because they're not necessarily a singles band. They're kind of an albums band. Um, and you were saying that this is kind of like an anomaly because it feels very singly. Uh, tell us about this band and this song. Yeah, 100%. This is a band you want to listen to the full albums. Long-running band from Spain, Legends. I got lucky enough to see them at Primavera Sound. I guess that was like three or four years ago. And Killer. And yeah, this one's kind of a pop jam. Have they done a KXB session yet? They did a song or two for us for our 10-year anniversary party. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, El Sonido's 10-year was at the end of this May 2021, and we had bands do some recordings from home at that point. Sure. And we were lucky enough to get them. Amazing. And you can still catch that if you go to the YouTube. You can see the whole 10-year anniversary party, bands from all over. It's great. Yeah, a lot of friends actually play that. I, I know the, the one that sticks out in my mind is Hydrogenes. They're good friends oh, of mine. Yes. And, and I was like, wait. KXE in- Mula oh, Yana did one um, We had Los Blanders yeah. Um, yeah Check it So good Okay we'll be linking to all that In the show notes Dear listeners You already know um, And well Also the, the other reason I wanted to play This Triangulo de Amor Bizarro Now uh, Song now um, Is because uh, Your co-host Of El Sonido Albina Cabrera She also played this uh, Put this on her playlist When I interviewed her um, And I, I want to get into A little bit of So how El Sonido Has progressed Over the past 10 years Because again It's you know Now this like Really important uh, Bastion of like Latin music In the United States um, But it's also evolving So much uh, has changed uh, In the Pacific Northwest Over these past Two, three years Of the pandemic Of like A lot of social change um, And then Albina Is, is a part of how uh, KXP is changing and evolving. So I like I, I want to know a little bit of this dyan- dynamic that the two of you have. And then again, you've been at KXP for 20 years. How has have things evolved here? Well, when the show started like 10 years ago, they were like, let's do a Latin music show. So what does that mean? I mean, what is a Latin music right. show? Um, is that a salsa show? Is it like banda? Is it right. a yeah. reggaeton? And well, at the time, that's... There wasn't many options of like modern music in Espanol right. to find on your radio dial or even the internet at that time like shows. There weren't very many. And I was a little nervous about that when I started. I kind of figured, oh, people are going to want to hear Celia Cruz and all that, which I love, and strictly traditional stuff. Right. But I really, 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 it was really important that we focused on what people aren't hearing. Indie bands, rock and roll, hip-hop, electronic what young people are doing and listening to. Exactly. That was exciting to me. Look, I, I love the classics. I love cumbias. I love salsa. Sure. But what was really exciting was all these scenes around the globe that were making modern music. Yeah. And I was... At first, people didn't quite get that. Requests mainly for Mano Chao. Sure. Leela Downs. Yep. <laughs> you know, the names people know, which is great. We play yeah. them, too. But I really, really wanted to get on... Yeah, fresh punk, hip-hop, and all that stuff. So I was relatively surprised how open people were to it. KXP listeners are pretty cool. And um, we're like, every week still to this day, people are like, I had no idea anything like this existed. You're, I've never heard of this band. I didn't know there was punk rock from Peru or this or that. Yeah. I really wanted to do to be KEXP style. Modern music mostly. Yeah. But just from Latin America or in Spanish. So that was really important. And that's always been the heart of what we do yeah. and it's very KEXP you're going to hear bands you know Ana Tishu 
Calle 13, you know, Cafe Tacuba, these bands everyone knows. Yeah, we're going to play them. But also, I want to be able to get an email and man, hey, we're this, you know, punk band from Guadalajara. I'm like, oh, cool, let's give it a shot. Oh, I like it. Put it on the radio. That's the cool thing about KXP is you can put it on the radio. There's no certain formula or playlist that we have to abide by. Mm-hmm. And the plan has always been to really mix it up. So sometimes we have themes or sets of certain things, but I really want to focus on different genres, mm-hmm. then different countries and different cities and different scenes, and mix those together in a way that really works. And then brand, brand new stuff with someone that you may know. Yeah. It's kind of the formula that's not a formula for the show. <laughs> sure. And then, um, yeah, and at that time... There wasn't very many modern Latin bands coming through Seattle, like rock bands and stuff. Sure. So we started to do live sessions, and it was pretty much just whoever happened to come by. And then all the local bands, which at that time was mostly traditional stuff, salsa band, or we've got a local cumbia band, things like that. Um, but since then, not only is KXP changed, but the, the scene. So we're seeing more and more bands who are able to come to Seattle and perform, and able to get in the studio. And then actually, people started coming here just for that. Like, okay. Pepe yeah. would, would book a Seattle show. You know, he could do a huge stadium. You know, he, he can do big venues all around where his fans are. He'll book a small show here in Seattle to come. Also to build, you know, some audience. But to stop by KXP or Javier Amena. Like, yeah. To me, like, huge names um, that are so excited to stop by. And part of the reason they're here is to make sure and do a KXP session. Of course. Which has been awesome. So many of the bands that are here for Freak Out, I mean, are like, again, it's it's kind of a pilgrimage, right? Like we're we're sitting here flanked by Parasito on one side and Cerrero on the other. Petita Me recorded a session this week. Like it's just like you have to kind of come here. I mean, this is a major stepping stone. Like you know, like it, it even kind of becomes like casually a joke now. It's just like, oh, you're going to US? Oh, you're you're gonna go do a, a KXP session, right? You know, it's just like it's this. Uh, again, I don't want to say it's like a gold standard or anything, but it's just like it's it's definitely like a bucket list thing for for a band, you know, especially in Latin America right now. And that kind of leads into my next question of like, you guys are building a lot of bridges. So we formally met when you came down in 2019 for uh, the KXP um, uh, by normal sort of sessions uh, that you did. I mean, I had interviewed you once for Remesa for like this little story but this was like the first time we got to hang and like really interact as human beings um and you know and that was really really special that just to see like i don't know like uh, oftentimes like the u.s looks at latin america as a source of inspiration or like you know like oh cool thing but like it's never like let's go there let's you know let's let people tear tell their stories let's you know let's give somebody else the mic let, you know like that moment felt really special it was like now we're, we're not just gonna like it wasn't like a zoo like we're gonna like here's latin america it was like here we are with latin america i, I want to I, I, please tell us about the initiative to go to mexico and i'm i'm guessing future uh, expeditions to other countries mm-hmm. so i've seen seattle change kexp change and then just the general scene like when i started there wasn't too many blogs or 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 festivals that were having bands from all across Latin America. And that has been growing and growing. KEXP has been more and more interested in music from around the globe. I've seen that change as well. More and more into digging deeper and traveling to places to see bands. Got it. So, 
we've traveled to places initially like here in the States for remote broadcast and record bands like CMJ, South by Southwest, uh, Pitchfork, things like that. Then we started to expand a bit to like Iceland. We go to Iceland Airwaves or we've been to France, been to Poland. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And this usually comes on the back of a government or festival and or festival having a lot of money and being able to say, hey, we'll fly you all out here if you guys come through and you can do a bunch of sessions. And for us, we're like, well, yeah, that sounds rad. We'd love to discover a bunch of Icelandic (laughs) bands. And if you're going to foot the bill, that's dope. But that's not always possible. Um, So Mexico was, I think, the first example of us taking the initiative um, on our own to be like, we have to go to Mexico because there's so much great music here. No matter what the scenario, we're going to make it work and we're going to take our team there and dig in. That was a, a, a dream come true for me. One, I mean, yeah, I love um, Latin bands and Mexico and me- the Mexican scene. But the thing is, I've noticed too through my years of doing the show and being a DJ, you really have to go. Yeah. You can read blogs, you can check your email, blah, 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 you can discover a bunch of stuff, but it's not the same. You have to go to Santiago, check out the scenes, go to some of the shows. Yes. You got to talk to the people who write there. Yes. You got to talk to the bands that are there and say, what are you guys listening to? What's the scene? Who are the bands that you're checking out? I can't emphasize that enough. You have to go and check it out. So that's been a huge part of doing El Sonido. It's at least a few times a year traveling to different places, yeah. meeting people, getting the bands to show you the scene, getting the people that are there. Sure, I can look at stuff on the internet, and I have good taste, I think. You know what I mean? But it's for me to be like, here's the hottest stuff from Chile. Like, my only me? Like, mm, sure, I'm a tastemaker, I guess, but it, it's not real. You have to go there, see the clubs, see the bands to really to really see what's up and, so, and understand where they're like you know flourishing and stuff I mean be coming to freak out it was so important to me because like I wrote a story about the Pacific Northwest a few months ago and it was very large and expansive and da 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 and I interviewed you and Albina for that and it was good and great but I'd never been here mm-hmm. and so there was something about that that like really felt that it was missing because like there's something about the context of like the sky has been gray here for the two weeks that I've been here and I think that's really important to note you mm-hmm. know it's just like that that totally influences the way that people think and da 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 so that's to say basically like every country every city has its particularities exactly. that mold a scene and it, you know like again we can talk about like the commonalities of five bands from that one city but until you're there you don't understand necessarily the why there's a context okay. which I think is fabulous um, and it was cool to see KXB on board with that as well yes. and mm-hmm. to get the whole team there to see and their eyes wide open like whoa everyone here is so cool it's such a beautiful city beautiful scene and for them to be like oh these bands are great and not just a novelty you know it's yeah. not like mm-hmm. something you find on that off it's, it's not a novelty it's not like oh it's punk but it's in Spanish haha <laughs> that's kind of cute <laughs> no this is a kick ass band yeah. it doesn't matter if it's Spanish or they're from Mexico and now you know I'm not the only one. People all around here are like, oh, I love El Shirota or, or, yeah, or yeah, this yeah. or that. Um, so that was really eye-opening. And it also shows Mexico and other places that we're really committed to this. We don't also think of your scene as just a specialty. We think of your scene as a cool scene. We think of your bands as good bands. So to have not just El Sonido behind that, but all of KXP was monumental. And we had great sessions, made a lot of connections, and it's inspired us to do more and more. We'll get to Albina and stuff like that. It really started... It really kickstarted KXP's 
KXB to have a bigger involvement in Latin audience, in the Latin scenes, in music in Espanol. So it, it makes me so happy. Yeah. And I highly recommend, I mean, I think this song, this episode might be the intro to Seattle. And then Alvina's episode will be right next. Uh, and I highly recommend that you all listen to that because, again, as you said, like the, this involvement with Latin America, uh, Alvina brings the numbers, guys. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, let's uh, take a musical break. Let's listen to El Lado Negro. Uh, we have a song called Naranja. I believe this is off his uh, most recent record, uh, Far In. Uh, what can you tell us? I mean, El Lado Negro is a friend of KXB. That's for damn sure. What can you tell us about, about El Lado and, and about this song? Well, I love El Lado Negro. Roberto is great. Uh, I love his his style, super smooth. I love how he can balance English and Spanish, or both in the same. That's one of my favorite things. It's hard to do. When you can get the lyrics to go in the same yeah. line, back and forth between languages and make sense and be beautiful. He's great. And he's, I think, the artist we've had on the show the most. No, I've interviewed. <laughs> I just interviewed him about a month or so ago. It's his third session first one he came he had the tinsel dancer session of course then the second one was here at this new home really intimate was like me standing right next to him in this giant room and then this one the last one was pretty cool live session with a full band recorded in new york and great interview this is one of my favorite sessions i've done in quite a few years and the new record is killer Yeah, yeah far in we love Roberto on this show. Uh, we're going to listen to that now, then. Uh, this is El Lado Negro. The song is called Naranja. This is from his new record, Far In. Uh, go ahead and listen to that, and we'll be right back with more DJ Chili.
Support for Song Mess comes from Johnny Cat, making kitty litter for the last 20 years. Johnny Cat, keep it dry, keep it cool. Suena mi grito, pico y palo, mucho trabajo. Rihanna me dijo, dame cuchillo, dame cuchillo. Vuelvo, repito, dame cuchillo, dame cuchillo. Palante yo pico, oye mi tipo, como te digo, yo no me quito. Negro y verde, negro y verde, o con arere. Si lo que quiero a eso me voy, abre camino a eso me voy. Dímelo, dímelo, yo te lo doy. Clavo martillo, llave macho, tres clavo martillo, ese nene, tres clavo martillo, que me falta, tres clavo martillo, como salgo sin sillo.
right, and we are back, um, and we just listened to a song by Ife. It's called Pico y Palo. Um, and this, I, as you said, I, I think you told me, like, this is a killer song. Like, they actually have a new record. This is from their previous record, but, you know, the, you were like, this is a, an evergreen song. This is for all seasons. You just fucking love this song. Tell us about Ife. Well, Ife is Puerto Rican project. I think right now he's still living in New Orleans. Oh, okay. And yes, new record just dropped. But when you're talking, you ask me, like, jams I play in the club when I'm out DJing, that's one. It's just some about that song that it's a banger. Okay. It's in the title, and it's a neck snapper. Well, that's actually my next question, right? Because I know that, so, right, so you do the whole DJ, like, radio gig, but you also DJ in the clubs. Um, tell us about that. Like, how is it, has, how is the experience different? And then how does your taste, you know, work in the local nightlife? Well, I've been DJing out since I moved to Seattle. And in fact, it was my bread and butter there for a while before I started El Sonido. I'm a vinyl collector, and honestly, my favorite thing to do is play classic 60s, 70s soul and funk. Okay, okay. I have a giant record collection, and for a while I was DJing three or four nights a week playing classic soul vinyl. Then also I started doing some hip-hop back when you used to buy 12-inch records. I was a hip-hop DJ in that regard. And then around the time El Sonido started is when I learned to go digital and use, like, Serato. I had a friend of mine. Never really done much beat matching. I'm a little bit with hip-hop, but more just, like, playing soul jams. So I learned how to go digital and play electronic music about 10 years ago or so and DJ yeah. off the laptop. And um, I'm really into global bass, so that's kind of where I started. Latin joints, reggae, that whole scene, which I like quite a bit. And since El Sonido, I've gotten to open for a million bands, often playing Latin sets. I mean, I've gotten to open for Bomba Stereo, to Javier Amena, to festivals. It's been really fun, mostly. That's wild. Yeah. That's so good. On a Tijou, yeah, I've gotten to open. My opening game is strong. Okay, um, okay, okay. <laughs> I've headlined a few shows, mostly in Portland, actually. Portland's got a great scene to, to really play some cool reggaeton and like new stuff like that. Have you played with uh, Anjali and the Incredible Kid? Yep, I did their night, uh, Tropidal, which is a mix of Latin and um, Indian bass, um, which is really fun. In fact, I did the very first version of that a few years ago. I, I just interviewed them when I was in Portland. Such a fun interview. Uh, stay tuned for that, y'all. And then uh, Costa C, who you just met. Yeah. I, I did her party, Gran Ritmos. Oh, uh, yeah. Also. Portland has been my favorite, like, headlining gigs. Uh, here in Seattle, I'm usually an opener, which is dope. And recently, well, club has kind of died there for a year or so. I've been lucky enough the last couple years to have a few gigs. Um, recently, I've been kind of mixing it up more, doing Latin and global bass, but then more reggae mixed with soul, also hip-hop, and just kind of everything I love and finding a way to mix all those genres together, which to me makes sense. To me, reggae goes with hip-hop. Yeah. Hip-hop goes with funk can go with bass music. Yeah. Amazing. Ya te vas? Ah, no, te estás Okay, All right, cool. Well, we are rapidly approaching the end of the show. However, um, I do have a, 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 a couple final questions here. Um, so we've talked about a, lot, a lot about Latin America, right? I want to talk about Seattle for a minute. Because again, I wrote this story for Bandcamp, which I'll link in the show notes for you all, uh, dear listeners, uh, about Latin music and promoters and bookers and people who are working to promote Latin music in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, and I want to talk a, a little bit about like what's happening, happening locally, because like, It, you know, Freak Out this year has so many bands from Mexico, Colombia, Puerto Rico, 
but also a lot of local bands, which is so exciting. You know, shout out Tres Leches, Terra Cactus. Uh, I know that Guayaba has played in past editions, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, Asavila from Portland. Um, I want, I, I would like you to tell me a little bit, because like you're, of all the people that I'm going to be interviewing, you're like the local local, you know? Tell us about Latin music locally, and, and again, like I'm guessing it's it's gained a lot of visibility over these past few years. What, what, how can you, what can you tell us about the scene here? Well, it's definitely grown. It's awesome. So when I first started the show, like I said, it was easy to get live sessions because there wasn't a lot of bands, sure. either here locally or coming. So yeah, the first bands that I did here were like Picoso, like a salsa band. They're great. Uh, the Cumbieros, they're kind of a cumbia right, band. Right. Um, some other more traditional uh, things like that because there wasn't much rock in Espanol or uh, or electronic stuff or you know so to see that grow has been really excited all the bands you listed there's a scene here now for music in Espanol or Spanglish or Latinx uh, community coming together to make music supporting each other having shows not just together as Latinx bands but with other genres as well uh, that makes me extremely happy to be able to name a bunch of new modern music bands from here in the Pacific Northwest yeah. Seattle and Portland and getting some shine all around the world uh, Tres Leches just got to tour um, things like Ila Bamba she's been all over yeah of course um, becoming part of the national and international scene yeah, I know she's based in Mexico at the moment, and yeah, I mean, it's just so cool that, like, things are happening up here, and, uh, you know, part of the whole thesis of that story that I wrote was about how extending touring, you know, mm-hmm. uh, routes, because, like, usually people stop at L.A., you know? And now the bands that come here, yeah. yeah, same thing, so, you know, back in the day, even, like, Café de Cuba wouldn't come here, you know what sure. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. even the big-name stuff would get, wouldn't come here, we used to call it the Seattle Skip. Seattle's kind of far away. You'd see these giant tours. Oh, Café de Cuba is doing the States. They would do, like, every city but Seattle. Yeah. Um, these days, no. And and lesser knowns, man. Los Blenders can come and do a show on yeah. their own here. You know what I mean? And on the big name stuff, too, that's caught up. Finally, we're seeing Café de Cuba shows. You know, there's a big promoter here in town who, I'm like, oh, okay, booked them. And, you know, it sold out in, like, five minutes. And they're like, oh, there's an audience? They're like, wait. You know, um... <laughs> So bands, bands like that are, are coming as well. And then you're seeing the mix. Like here at Freak Out, this is one of my favorite things, actually. Freak Out is a perfect example of what I wanted to see. Garage bands from Mexico or Puerto Rico or electronics from Colombia being able to come to Seattle, not as a specialty item, but as part of a festival that mixes yes. with the Pacific Northwest sounds and the other U.S. sounds that are in this festival, and it matches perfectly. This year is one of my favorites, too. It's not set to, this is the Mexican showcase, this is right. the Mexican stage. Yes. The bands are all just mixed together, as they should be. Yes. The Spanish isn't weird, you know what I mean? Everyone, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not a specialty item. Also, you can't understand what the fuck any of them are saying half the yeah. time because of all the distortion and delay. You just, they're really for the energy and the guitars mm-hmm. and the freaking out. You know, yeah, but that's a sight band. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily matter if it's in English or Spanish Hello. or whatever. And plus, a lot of people speak Spanish or a little Spanish or or a mix. You know what I mean? So, I, I've said before that. It, my dream, in a way, is that the specialty show doesn't need to exist. Mm. That mm-hmm. bands from Latin America or bands that sing in Spanish 
don't need to be regulated to this certain time slot or this certain thing that they're just accepted for the good bands that they are and incorporated in the international scene just like any Anglo band or any other band from around the world based on the merit of how good their music is. Well, I'm extremely grateful for this time, for this conversation. Uh, dear listeners, uh, shit, you know, this is a good one. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, uh, Chili, I'd love for you to tell our listeners where they can uh, follow you on social media, where they can listen to El Sonido, where they can, you know, uh, ch- you know if, if you're playing a DJ day, date, where they can come and see you, etc., etc. Cool. Well, on social media, I'm usually DJ Chili, all spelled out. D-E-E-J-A-Y-C-H-I-L-L-Y And Albina and I do El Sonido every single Monday night on KEXP, 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Time. And if you're in Seattle, it's on the FM dial 90.3, but it's worldwide, KEXP.org or on the mobile apps. And the cool thing is you don't have to tune in live. It's archived for two weeks. So if it's up too late, wherever you live or you want to hear it again, you have two weeks to listen to El Sonido either on the app or from the website. I don't have any regular DJ gigs at the moment, but that's kicking back up. Yep. So keep a lookout for El Sonido and social media. Yeah, I mean, this is dropping about six months from now, so the and the world is rapidly reopening. So definitely stay tuned, dear listeners, because uh, DJ Chili might be uh, playing the tunes uh, in a city near you. Um, I'm going to take this opportunity to remind you all that I'm Richard Villegas. This is Songless, and of course, my guest is DJ Chili. The show is El Sonido, and the station is KXB, as well as many other things. Um, and you can listen to this in our close to 400 episodes on your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., etc., Uh, as well as following us on social media, everything at Songless, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, If you'd like to send us your new single, album, video, whatever, songlessmusic at gmail.com. And again, I know this is a lot of info. Everything will be linked in the show notes. Do not despair. Uh, We have one more song. And again, I think this also works with the sort of like clubbier, dancier feel. We're going to listen to a song by Daime Arosena. It's called La Rumba, Me Llamo Yo. Uh, But this is a Canyon Cody remix. Uh, Tell us about this song. Well, Daime is just a phenomenal jazz artist from Cuba, I think currently based in Canada. Mm. So remix or not, check out her music. She is outstanding. And this remix from Kenyanazo, a.k.a. Kenyan Cody from L.A., part of the Subsuelo crew down there, who I love, great global bass. They serve some killer nights. And this particular song, I don't know if I've ever done a global bass set where I didn't put this song (laughs) in the mix. It's just a banger as well. Excellent. Well, again, dear listeners, I'm Richard Villegas. This is Songless. My guest is DJ Chili. The show is El Sonido on KEXP. Uh, the song is by Daime Arosena, La Rumba Me Llamo Yo. This is the Canyon Cody remix, uh, or Cañonazo re- remix, I should say. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao! Dice mi 
Dime 